This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stubby, very much. And good afternoon, everybody. It's good because it's not as hot as it was last week. That's a good thing. And we're glad to have you tuned here to... uh, KLIF 570 on your radio dial. I hope you'll pick up the phone and give us a call. Us being Mike Bass running the boards and answering the phones and and us being Neil, me. I'm answering your garden questions. I hope you will uh, get involved. I really hope you'll get involved because I need some calls. Phone lines are wide open for you right now. So please give a call. This is live radio on a Saturday afternoon. Last Saturday. Is this the last Saturday? No. Nope, not the last Saturday. Next to the last Saturday of uh, July. Had to look at my calendar. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Some of you got some rain this week. How come you didn't share, huh? But I'm glad you did. I'm really glad you did. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Five four three. Call right now, won't you, please? Let's talk about any uh, anything relative to urban horticulture, whether it's your lawn, your landscape, your fruit, flower, or vegetable garden, your house plants, whatever. The one thing I would ask is if you have a St. Augustine question, please look at my website first because diagnosing St. Augustine uh, problems can take a long time on the air. And rather than take 10 minutes on the air and not feel like I've really diagnosed your problem accurately, I'd, I'd love to have you look at the photographs that I have put on my website, and I think you can get closer to the point there. I've had St. Augustine all of my life. I have lived all the nightmares, and uh, so it's not that I don't know how to help you. If I were standing on your lawn, we could do it in a heartbeat, but uh, on a phone call, it's much more difficult. And uh, a lot of times it's the communication issue between caller and Neil trying to figure out, well, what is gray and what is tan and and, uh, uh, what is sun and what is part sun and things like that. So anyway, start there, if you will, at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. About a month ago, I posted um, a very lengthy thing. I spent about a day writing it and getting the photos for it on all the different things that happened to St. Augustine, and I put them in chronological order through the calendar year so that you could see them and, and uh, hopefully track down what's wrong with your St. Augustine. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Ladybird. The first thing to know about Ladybird is that she has no relation to any other famous birds or Ladybirds, but she is a pretty cool chick nonetheless. Ladybird is a five-year-old American Blue Heeler mix who weighs in at 42 pounds. Ladybird has white fur with a proverbial brown patch over her right eye. She's the quintessential uh, essential uh, American house dog. She is inquisitive by nature and spends a lot of time popping her head sideways as she investigates her surroundings. Ladybird came to the SPCA of Texas from an animal cruelty case in Hunt County where she and her six new puppies were living in less than desirable conditions. Ladybird had a bit of a cough when she first arrived, but the medical staff at SPCA of Texas fixed that up right away. As is usually the case, the little puppies found their homes very quickly, while Ladybird was left behind looking for her forever home there at the SPCA of Texas. Won't you please help? She's a pretty dog, and that, that uh, brown spot over her eyes is just really a cool look. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Ladybird has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. The animals are available for uh, by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. spca.org slash findapet, one word. And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog 
or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Lady Bird is two words, and you can see her at spca.org slash find a pet. That's Lady Bird. Let's find her a home. How about that? Your home. She'd make a wonderful dog for you. Sponsored today by the great people at WhizQ Stone. They're open today, and they'd love to have you stop by at 4501 East Bay 20 South in far, far southeast Fort Worth. They've been there for, uh, well, 1983 is when they founded. You know, I don't know if they started right at that same location, but they've been in business since 1983, now a third-generation family business. Mike and Derek Wisenand, a father and son team, own and operate Whiskey Stone, 22 acres of gorgeous, beautiful, all kinds of stone. Whiskey Stone, the largest hardscape selection anywhere in Texas, a stone for every project. The selection, natural, full-dimensional, and thin veneer building stones is extensive. They have river rock. They have boulders. If you're doing some kind of dramatic landscape statement, if you're building a fountain, they have everything you need for that. They also have uh, uh, stones to do uh, pool decking for patios, for walks. They also have decorative gravel, uh, retaining wall stone. They have it all, and they'll help you plan the landscape of your dreams. Take dimensions, take the height and width of whatever it is you're trying to build, take photographs of your yard. Better yet, take photographs, well, also, I'd say not better yet, but also take photographs of things you've seen that you like, and they'll help you match it up. If you're not comfortable in doing all of that, then they can give you referrals to landscape contractors in your neighborhood who can help you the best in the business. That's Whiskey Stone at 4501 East Loop A20 South in southeast Fort Worth. They're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, 817-429-0822, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiskey Stone. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Valspar paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, very, very much. Let's go to our first call today. Uh, Lines are all filled. Thank you very much for that, folks. I'm flattered, I'm honored, and I am very grateful. Let's start with Barbara in Dallas. Barbara, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, how is the best way to water the landscape effectively and uh, without breaking the bank, I guess, is the best way to put it. All right. My grass is just fried in some places. And right. What kind of grass first, do you – go ahead. Well, I have a mixture, but mostly St. Augustine. In the really sunnier areas, I have uh, – uh, what's the other – Bermuda. Grass. Bermuda, yeah. Yes. All right, uh, but it's primarily the St. Augustine that's uh, affected? Uh, well, uh, the Bermuda, of course, I haven't watered it as much uh, because it's, it's uh, you know, in the really sunny areas at the very back of the yard mostly. Uh, but my front yard is almost all St. Augustine, and I have watered and watered and watered and watered, and it still right. looks awful. Barbara, you need to check uh, for chinch bugs. Um, and make sure that that's not what's causing the problem. Uh, hear me out on this. Let me describe what happens with chinch bugs, and this is for everybody listening, uh, because this is the time of year that, that people get confused and think that their lawns are just dry. Um, let's just say that you have a, an average, random city lawn, and you look out and the lawn looks dry. It takes, it's St. August, it's, it's, I'm talking about St. Augustine now, and it takes on that look of uh, kind of shiny, dark green, olive green. Uh, the leaves fold together, and, and you say, well, that looks dry. It's not that bright, crisp green that St. Augustine usually is. And so you water it, and the next day you look at it, well, I didn't do any good. I wasted my water, wasted my time. And the next day it's even drier, and by the third or fourth day it starts to turn brown. And you say, well, that's just crazy. I'm watering, and it's not helping. Well, that's when you have chinch bugs. And here are the things that you know about chinch bugs. They will always show up in the hottest, sunniest 
parts of the yard. You won't see them back under shade trees. They're in the hot, sunny parts of the yard. Out in the middle where there is no shade, along the sidewalk uh, where there's reflected heat, places like that. Uh, when you get down on your hands and knees and look right at the edge of the affected area, not in the dead grass, they move on. They're not, they're not going to stay around in the dead grass. They'll move on uh, right at the edge of the boundary of healthy grass and declining grass and part the grass. Kind of, This is a terrible analogy, but it says it pretty accurately. Kind of like if you were looking on the back of a dog for fleas. You part the, the blades of grass and you look down at the soil. And if you see little black insects about the size of BBs uh, that have irregular kind of creamy white diamonds on their backs, one diamond per, per chinch bug, uh, those are the chinch bugs. They'll be moving around very freely. The hotter it is, the sunnier it is when you're out there. I want to make this miserable for everybody. Um, that's, that's, okay. that's when they're most active, yeah. And you'll see the little ones, too. The young uh, chinch bugs, the nymphs, are red. And they'll be mixed in with them. So you see both of these, you say, well, i got all kinds of bugs out there. Well, it's chinch bugs. And so that that makes the lawn look like it's dry when in reality it's infested with chinch bugs. There are several insecticides that are available at, uh, at hardware stores and nurseries, even feed stores, that are labeled for chinch bugs. Uh, any good hardware store can help you. Or uh, obviously I have a hardware store sponsoring both hours. Uh, or uh, any good nursery can help you. And you put those out uh, when you find that you do have chinch bugs, and usually one treatment per summer is all you need. You might have, need a follow-up as hot as this summer is and as early as it started. Now, I'm not saying you have chinch bugs, but that's the most likely cause of St. Augustine turning brown uh, when you think you're watering properly. Okay, so I water my lawn a couple of times a week. Now, this is this is uh, when you're not under water curtailments of some sort. I water a couple times a week, and I water very deeply, and and it will make it to the next time. I water it on uh, three or four day uh, in, uh, intervals. I happen to have a uh, what's called a smart controller that runs my sprinkler system, and it will not let it water more often uh, than that. But uh, it senses when it's uh, uh, when it's moist already, and it won't let it water if the soil is moist. So, but but that's roughly what I would want to do: is three or four day intervals, and then water deeply so that it it uh, uh, will encourage deep root growth. With my uh, with my shrubs and ground covers and shade trees, I do different things. I don't worry about sh- uh, shade trees; they're going to survive the drought just fine. Shrubs, uh, the bigger shrubs probably will too. The ones I worry about are brand new plants that I put out last spring. I'll water them by hand and uh, not not with uh, drip irrigation at all, not with these silly bags of water that people hang around trunks of plants. That's, that's just ridiculous. Uh, but I'll water them with a hose and a water bubbler on the end of the hose so I can water at full volume and get it done in, in a minute or two and put a lot of water on the plant in a hurry. And the plants, the established plants that I worry the most about are the small ones, the small shrubs and ground cover beds like Asian jasmine, because they can be lost. It takes three or four years to get that bed reestablished, and I don't want to have to start over again. So those are the things I worry most about. That's a, that's a very long answer to cover all aspects of watering. Well, that helps. I'll, I'll start. I'll start looking for chinch bugs. That a girl. Thank Thanks for the call. I hope it did help. Thank you. Have a good day, mm-hmm. William in Royce City. Richard walks a You'll be up next. Stay with me. That opens a line at eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. It's self-published, so I could have it exactly the way I wanted it. And uh, I'm really happy with the book. I think you will find that it will be very, very helpful to you. I guarantee your satisfaction, or I'll refund every penny you spend on the book. With 75,000 copies already sold, I have not had one request for a refund. And I've sold every one of them right out of our house and signed every one of them and not one request for refund. So that tells you that people are satisfied with the book. Now, the sixth printing will be thirty-eight ninety-five. The fifth printing is available to you for a limited time. My summer special, thirty-two ninety-five. 
That's a big savings. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you have to know to get started and things that apply to all the other 10 chapters. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar that I've never put in a book before. It tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden, four pages per month. Uh, Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Very detailed chapters on each of those topics. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. I sign each copy as it sells. It's a hardback printed in Texas. It's only $32.95 if you buy it right away. Two ways you can buy it. One is to call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. They are great people. Really great people. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Let me tell you about some other really great people. Really nice people. That's the folks who own and operate Sunburst Shutters of North Texas. Actually, now they have uh, secured the rights to Sunburst Shutters in Houston and San Antonio, Austin, and Waco. One phone number does it all for all of them at 214-343-2601. They have local numbers in those cities, but but, uh, you can reach them for service in all of those cities at 214-343-2601. I am so proud to represent them to you here. I'm one of the, uh, one of the tenured members of their broadcast team and I'm one of the tenured customers we are of Sunburst Shutters. I say that and they've been around more than 25 years building beautiful shutters for people and we've only had ours for 12 years. We love our Sunburst Shutters. These are made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y. It's a proprietary man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. They're either white or off-white. They can be faux-stained. They can be painted uh, to match any decor in your home. And uh, these are plantation-style shutters, large louvers, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and four-and-a-half-inch louver size. And they are just fabulous, easy to operate. They're custom-made to fit any opening uh, that you have in your home. Custom-made, shutter by shutter, window by window. Let them bring samples to your home and hold them up and help you decide what you would like. I think you'll be as thrilled as we are. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in East Dallas. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very, very much. I enjoy talking to him. He is an interesting and wonderful guy. Let me go to William in Royce City. Next call up. William, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Sperry. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. It's Neil. How can I help you? All right, Neil, right on. Well, look, this is what I've got. So I've got a few pine trees that I planted a few years ago. So I'm guessing they're four-year-old pine trees. Uh, They've been doing really good. I slid down the hill with the tractor and clipped one of them. And the next day I noticed, well, not the next day, maybe a week later I noticed that it was getting turning brown. So I thought, well, dang, I lost that tree because I hit it with the tractor. 
the next morning, the tree in front of it, maybe 15, 20 yards from it, was turning, and you could see that it was going to do the same thing. So my question is, I've watered both of them uh, continuously well, quite a bit since I've they've changed color. But I'm wondering, and since water is so precious these days, uh, is it worth trying to, or are they already dead? All right. And that you've had them four years, you said? Yes, sir. And they did very well until this year? Right. And I got a couple more that are just, I mean, off, just, just north of those, not far. And uh, I guess they're getting water from what where I planted a live oak close this year. So I've okay. been really watering it, trying to keep, because it's new, you know. And sure. I thought the other ones, since they were three or four years old, and they were looking so good, didn't have to worry about them. And then, man, it was like overnight they turned browns. Yeah, gotcha. What kind of pines do you have? Do you know? Loplollies. Okay. And you're in Blackland, correct? Roy City's still in the Blackland. Yeah, I'm pretty close to you. Well, I know. There is a point somewhere east of you, and it isn't very far, uh, that you get into the East Texas sandy soils. Yeah, I've got a buddy that's maybe less than a mile from me that his dad. Yeah, he's in the sand. Yeah, that's the dividing line. The Loblolly Pines would love to be in that sand. Uh, you come uh, down, what is it, Highway 69 between Greenville and, and Tyler, uh, you get to uh, Cache, Texas, and there are pine trees growing there that they don't grow in Greenville. And it's just 8 or 10 miles, and you say, good gosh, look at the difference here. And it's it's huh. just that quick a transition. Um your your loblolly pines are going to be a challenge for you, I, I fear. And so uh, I, I would go ahead and water them if there is any chance. I can't see your trees, obviously, on a phone call. The one that lost its top, when you say clipped it, did you take the top out of the tree? No, no, no. I was driving the lawnmower, and it's kind of situated behind the hill. So I was trying to get my lawnmower a little bit too close. I didn't feel like weed eating. And then at the same time, the other side went up the hill. And so then I, it just, you just nicked, it. Part, yeah, nicked the trunk. Okay. That's, that's good. I got it now. I don't, I don't think that caused it to brown. I think the browning was what caused the other one to brown too. And probably you're About right. Water. It probably is drought. Yeah. If they have turned completely brown, uh, they're probably not, not coming back. Uh, if there is still any green at the tips, uh, I would go ahead and water. I can't tell how far gone they are. If in doubt, water them another week or two and, and see what happens, see if you get any new growth that's, that forces out. Um, there, what, we're, what we're finding is that plants are going to have to be watered by hand, um, even plants that have been in the ground for two and three and maybe even four years because they just don't have a broad enough, wide enough, deep enough root system yet to, to hold themselves. The soil is drying out deeper than, than, uh, than normal, and, and so they just can't get the water up. And a pine tree needs a good, a loblolly pine needs a good bit of moisture. Um, okay. If you end up replacing them, I probably would not plant another pair of loblolly pines. I'd go in with something else just because of where you are. You better just move. <laughs> no, only kidding. Hey, only man, kidding. this is my paradise. I'm not going anywhere. There you go. New That's trees fine. will be the option. Well, consider consider eastern red cedar as just the native red cedar. It'll give you an evergreen look, and, and they are happy to have the soil that we all have, and uh, and, and they'll do well for you. That's the, the difference. I mean, it's not what anybody wants. They want pine trees, but at least they're happy. Good deal. Well, thank you for your help. You are welcome. Thank you for the phone call. I'm very grateful. Phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Richard and Waxahachie will follow our tiny garden tip in just a moment. Richard, stay with me. I'll get right to you. Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, my wife was running errands yesterday, and I asked her to stop by the McKinney store and pick up some uh, some of the cylinders, the bird seed cylinders. The birds have just cleaned us out of house and cylinder. And uh, and she said, okay, I'll do that. She likes going in that store. And I called and told the, the ladies what I needed. And I said, she's an easy mark. Sell her something else. And they said, oh, we always do. And they did. She came home with a tray and... 
what else did she come? I don't know. That <laughs> was probably not my best plan, but but she enjoyed it and she deserved it. And these, these stores are fabulous. They're just fabulous. Now let me get to the birds and and talk about Wild Birds Unlimited because they are the specialists on wild bird feeding and wild bird watching. These stores are are just great. There are three of them that joined together to sponsor my program, and these are three of the leading stores in the country and certainly in the Metroplex. Uh, and I'll tell you exactly where they are in just a moment. The birds are really active right now, and it's been so hot and dry that they need the extra nutrition that you and I can provide. They have been eating so uh, uh, voraciously in our backyard the cylinders and peanuts and other things that I have uh, hung. And, and no, it's not raccoons and possums eating the peanuts. I have baffles to keep them away. I, I, they would hog out at that trough, and I want the birds to have them. They'll, they'll find food elsewhere, but uh, the birds can't. And, and so it's just really cool to watch the birds feeding and to, and to keep a log of all the different kinds of birds that we have coming to our backyard feeders. The feeders that they sell at Wild Birds Unlimited are second to none. They are the best in the business. This is a big national company, but the people buy their local stores, and they 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 have so much fun uh, getting all the merchandise there for you and and helping you enjoy wild birds. I'll let you go into the stores. Here they are. In Dallas, and this is the Park City store, David's store at 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, just about a block west of the tollway. Ron's store. Ron is so enthusiastic about things. He is in Dallas. He is as uh, changed locations. Uh, he moved his store after many years at the old location. He's now at 5708 Abrams Road, a block south of Northwest Highway. Didn't move very far. 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. And Birdie's store, that's where Lynn went yesterday, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. Love that store. And uh, you will too. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence, wbu.com slash dfw. They're not your father's old-time talk radio show. Experience the next generation of talk. Talk. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Liberals, are you upset about the Supreme Court? Just buy an electric vehicle. That's it. The answer to every question is buy an electric vehicle. Weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens right now and invite you to subscribe to it. It is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. I won't spam you. Nothing to worry about there. I'm certainly not going to spam you. I'm not going to send you anything just because you sign up for my eGardens newsletter. It comes out Thursdays at 6, uh, just uh, maybe two or three minutes after 6 p.m. We have about 80,000 subscribers. I have ultra-timely tips and gardening information for you. Uh, there always is a featured plant of the week, something that's very timely for that week. I have gardening this weekend where I point out the things you need to do in that particular weekend of the gardening year. And I also have our new Q&A section, which is greatly expanded. You'll see when you look at eGardens and uh, then a couple of other stories as well. Neil's phrase eGardens, if you want to see what it looks like, go to my website where you sign up for it. It's also where you can buy my, my book. Lone Star Gardening. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Why do we use ground covers in our gardens? Well, first and foremost, we use them where we can't get grass to grow or when it would be difficult to maintain that turf. Heavily shaded areas are classic examples unless you get four hours of sunlight to the soil's surface each day all summer long. No grass is going to survive. That's absolute fact. If sunlight is lacking, no fertilizer, no miracle additive, no heroic grass is going to come to your rescue. You'll have to choose a ground cover that can exist in the limited lighting. The second place it calls for a ground cover would be steep slopes where you'd have a hard time mowing and maintaining the grass. That same thinking would go along very narrow areas where you'd have inordinate amounts of hand trimming. Clumping ground covers might be much easier in those settings. However, putting beauty before function, there are many times we just want ground covers because they do look so good. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
This hour and both hours, sponsored by Ace Hardware Stores, 40 stores in the North Texas area. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. My program is uh, is their gift to you. Local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. Once they've helped you check off all the items on your list, they may ask you some questions back to make sure you have everything that you do need. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season Smart Flow Max Garden Hose, $34.99. Think they're selling a little bit of garden hose at a sale price, you think? Oh, my. Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all watering needs. Reflex Mesh technology prevents all kinking and twisting. Triple Frame technology further prevents kinking and adds durability. Crush-proof couplings. That's kind of nice. Ace stores parts of our neighborhoods. And remember, you get the 50-foot all-season Smart Flow Max garden hose for just $34.99. They have local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. For all of your gardening needs, houseware needs, plumbing, electric, and painting supplies, they have it all at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hard to believe, but it's almost back to school time. How are school districts planning to keep kids and staff safe from the horrors of shooting attacks? I'm Dave Williams, KLIF News and Information in the Morning. We'll get some answers this next week, 5 until 9 in the morning on KLIF. The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression, jobs were scarce, hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to here in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and even snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com. Learn more. Find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. They're made in America and they're made to last. Mueller, Inc., Com. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. When you need a reliable, localized help for all those great products, come see us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. And now we have Richard and Waxahachie. Richard, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. I've got two peach trees, a plum tree, two pecan trees, and a pear tree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My dad always told me, don't plant for shade only, plant for food. All right. So so my question is, um, my peach tree and my plum tree, last year they the, the sap just, just poured out of them like oil pouring out of the side of a bucket. It, it was really horrible after the frost, you know. And uh, so this year's crop of plums i got three and they were about the size of your thumbnail Uh, but the peaches one tree produced a lot but the other one not one and so i just uh need some encouragement to uh, pruning uh, you know all the things that needs to be done to fruit trees well um let me start by telling you it's it's a that would be a, a lengthy answer i i want to i want to give you a um let me see if i can pull it up here on my computer i want to I give you a you go online a good bit don't you yeah yeah all right i want you to look at fruit and nut resources by texas a&m and I think if you do just that Google search, it will take you to the page I want you to go to. I don't see a, a item number for this. Uh, let me see if I click. 
Yeah, I hate to give you a long URL. Um, it's Aggie Horticulture, and it's uh, Fruit and Nut Resources. What it is is a um, it's like a table of contents, and it has a, it's a it's a list of all of the fact sheets that they have on all of the different fruit crops. I'm going to read some of them to you just to give you an example. Not all these will grow in Ellis County. Not all these will grow in North Texas, but they all will grow in Texas. Apples, avocados, blackberries, blueberries, figs, uh, grapes, olives, peaches, pears. They have a fact sheet on each one of these giving you all the details of how to grow them, some of them even commercially. Banana, citrus, uh, jujube, mango, mayhaw. It goes on and on. So that page then serves as a hub, and you can click on any one of those and get the fact sheet for uh, white delight nectarines, for example, some of the very specific things. And so rather than try to tell you everything on the, on the 16 page fact sheet for every one of these crops, I'd rather just send you to that. Um, yeah. And, and so when I was writing that chapter for my book, that was a, a really helpful resource. And they've updated a lot of those fact sheets since then. So I, I'm going to encourage that fruit and nut resources. Uh, it's fruit and nut fact sheets. Uh, from Texas okay. A&M, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. And the A&M uh, Extension Horticulture website is just Aggie Horticulture. And uh, that's how, how you can search for it. Um, cool. Now, you mentioned a couple of things. You mentioned uh, the uh, – uh, let me go back to my call screen page now. That's the problem doing this live on the air. Uh, you, you mentioned peaches and plums. Plums, methylene plums, are uh, generally considered to be fairly dependable. They're one of the easier fruit crops to grow. Peaches uh, are not, and and so don't be surprised if you get frustrated with peaches. Uh, if you like plums, then better to concentrate on plums and and blackberries. Those are two of the the best, most dependable crops that you can grow all around North Central Texas. Uh, there are people who want to try strawberries, and we say run as fast as you can from strawberries, you know, just as example, and cherries and some of these things that have almost no chance of being grown in North Texas. Uh, yeah. So, um, but as far as uh, the ooze, now you mentioned an ooze. That was coming out of the trunks of the trees? Everywhere there were, you know, where I have uh, trimmed the trees, you know, in the past, Everywhere, anywhere it could ooze out, it was just oozing really, really thick. Uh, All right. When did you prune? You did the pruning in the middle of the winter? Uh, no. That's when you do it, and, and that won't happen. The sap yeah. is very uh, uh, viscous at that point. It's not moving, and so that's why you prune in uh, in in January. Uh, wow. And these sheets all will have the description of how you prune. My book does, too. If you happen to have my book or be getting yeah. my book, it I'm, has all the description. Like I'm, going to have to, I'm going to have to buy your book. Well, I, no, I didn't bring it up for that reason. You notice I didn't bring that up first, but but it has all the direction on crop by crop of how they're pruned. Yeah. But uh, pruning is a very important thing. And uh, if you're getting ooze around pruning cuts, then that's, that's uh, something you can to a large degree, avoid by doing the pruning in the off-season, in the dormant season. Now, you also have to worry about peach tree borers, B-O-R-E-R-S, getting into the lower part of the trunk of peaches and plums. And if you try apricots, I hope you won't, but if you do, uh, they'll also be subject to peach tree borers. They get into the bottom six or eight inches of the trunk, and they will cause sap to come out there. They're a, oh, wow. a real problem for all of the stone fruit. But all that's in all of those sheets. Cool. I, my, my recommendation, not to overrule what your dad said, I don't disagree with him, but <laughs> my, my recommendation would be to concentrate on three or four crops that are a lot more dependable and, and really uh, go with those, and, and then you can add other things as you want to gamble. Yeah. Uh, I know when I have Dr. George Ray McKitchin on my program on WBAP on Super Bowl Sunday morning every year. George Ray has continuously, for 41 years that we've done that, has recommended uh, Caddo pecans. Uh, he's recommended methylene plums. These varieties don't change because they're that oh, dependable. Cool. Orient yeah. pear and uh, champanelle grapes. 
uh, as being mm-hmm. just really dependable. And uh, so, so it that's... sounds like you're you're real knowledgeable about uh, the grounds around North Texas. Uh, I heard you talking about the the East Texas stand, and you know Ellis County. We have white rock about three inches down. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm well familiar. I've I've lived uh, I live on the other side of Dallas. I live in McKinney, but but I had a 17 county area that I served with the Extension Service for. Uh, many years, and Ellis County was certainly in it. Yeah. So I'm well familiar. And so is that one of the monsters that I'm fighting? Absolutely. You need, uh, for these fruit trees, you need, uh, ideally, you would have at least 18 inches of soil. For pecan trees, you need four or five feet of soil. And if you're dealing with a, a very shallow soil, then you can really expect iron deficiency on peaches, for example. You you want to go to the area of your yard that has the deepest soil or bring some soil in or do whatever mm. you can, or maybe you just buy the produce. I, I'm serious. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So, so well, uh, I better run, but hopefully that will help you. And that those fact sheets will be very, very helpful to you, Richard. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome very much. Have a good day. Take care. All right, John in Frisco has a plum tree question. I'm going to help him in just a second, but I need to get this break out of the way. And it's just right on the log. It was The log was written two days ago, so I'm not adding this up to not changing anything in sequence. It's my book, Nils Frey's Lone Star Gardening. Fruit and pecans are not my specialty. I, I trained in both degrees in uh, ornamental horticulture and uh, greenhouse uh, production. And uh, so when I got to this chapter in my book, I I worked really, really hard on this chapter, harder than any other chapter in the book. And then I had uh, Dr. George Ray McEachin from Texas A&M proofread this chapter with me on the phone for about three hours, uh, just going through it page by page by page, making sure I had everything down right. Uh, That's the final chapter. Let's see, fruit and vegetables. It's the next to the last chapter of the book. This book has 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening in Texas. Chapter 1 is the basics that you have to know about soils and depth and types of soils in Texas, uh, climate, hardiness zones, things of that sort. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants in your in your uh, part of Texas. Uh, when to prune, meaning prune those fruit trees in the wintertime. Chapter uh, 3 is comprehensive on landscape trees, and then shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and and, uh, pecans, fruit and vegetables. There are 840 photographs in this book. That's a lot of photographs. And there are 344 pages. It's a hardback, and it was printed in San Antonio, not in China, so I could be at all the press checks to make sure it was done right. Now, that's that's what I offer you with this book for $32.95. That's just a couple of uh, plants that you buy at the nursery, and you buy the wrong plant, and they've paid for the book. Simple as that. So I hope that you will get a copy of it. I'll sign it for you, and we'll get it in the mail Tuesday. I take them to the post office myself with my red two-wheeler dolly and push them right in the back door of the post office, right out of the uh, back of our uh, SUV. And I'll be happy to do that. If I need two loads, uh, I'll do that if we can't get them all in one load. Uh, But anyway, that's my goal, and I hope you'll give it a a chance. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. 75000 taken that way and sold that way, and not one request for refund. Here are the two ways you can order it. Call my office Monday through Friday. Business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. At Lens Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lens will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. 
Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right, Tommy, thank you very, very much. His uh, sermon last week on the James Webb uh, Telescope was just fabulous, just fabulous. You heard us talk about it last week at 245, and uh, our grandson Joseph sat there on the pew, never laid his back against the pew, just sat there leaning forward, and, and Lynn and I were visiting with some friends after church, and we noticed Joseph was up front waiting to talk to Tommy. And uh, that's just, we love our church. We'd love to have you come and and uh, be a guest at our church. And uh, if you want to do so online, that's fine too. It's sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. I'm proud to, to give that ad. Uh, that was an ad, I guess. has to be logged that way. But it's a, a gift to my church. Uh, let me tell you about Arborological Services right now and, and tell you how proud I am to have them as an advertiser. They've been such since, uh, oh goodness gracious, in the about 25 years now, I guess. And I'm really thrilled to tell you about them because I know how much love and attention they give to the trees that are under their care. They have uh, 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their team. They have three Texas State uh, Arborists of the Year, Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett. Those men have won a singular award that's only given to one person per year. And uh, here, Arborological Services has three of them working at at this business. They're really good. They have 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion Miguel Pastanez and... uh, that's one of their team members. They just have all kinds of awards on their team. Arborological services, and all that doesn't matter if they don't care for your trees well. But you know what they do? They care for our trees. They're the only people who will ever touch our trees. They're going to be coming out in the next month or so. Uh, I need to get a foreman of the team out to take a look, and uh, then we'll uh, get them scheduled. Uh, I've We'll tell you about this for several weeks before they actually come out. Uh, and uh, that's by my choice, not theirs. I'm not putting them off. I'm putting them off. They're not putting me off. Arborological Services. Best it gets. Simple. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts, 866 866- Five five two seventy two sixty seven Arborological Services. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Mike. Thank you very much. Let's go to John in Frisco, who's been waiting patiently. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. John is gone. He is no longer waiting patiently. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I thought as I said that, I bet he's not waiting patiently. It just it crossed my mind. Isn't that a strange sensation? I want to know about uh, what happened to a plum tree that he planted and then it died and dried up. So I can't answer that one without uh, knowing more. Let's uh, go to uh, Daryl in Allen. Daryl, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. How can I help you? So I, I bought a house uh, two years ago. It's a two-story house. Uh, front faces north uh, with two giant oak trees in the front yard. So needless to say, very little sunlight in there. And come to find out, apparently the sprinkler system hadn't been turned on in about 15 years on this house. So oh my. I'm in the process of uh, broken water lines and people just 
weren't really into taking care of the lunch for the previous owners. But, you know, um, so I, I moved in. I was trying to rehab. It was like I took it on the mission. I'm going to get this Bermuda to grow back in. It's like, well, that's not really happening. So I, hmm. I've decided it's like, okay, the answer is going to be St. Augustine. Uh, it's going to uh, probably, I'm thinking I have to scrape the current mess off the top before I lay sod down. Um, so I'm kind of curious, two things. When is the best time to do the uh, laying down sod? Would it be first in the spring or is fall okay? And what? how much should I prep the ground? Okay. I have to kind of kind of have to re- uh, slope it anyway because the grass was so thin it kind of eroded down so i've got like puddling problems and stuff like that but yeah what problems what kind of problems puddling because the the ground the the ground slopes down toward the front door oh, so all okay. the water gotcha. runs down that way and because of the soil erosion it's built up so now it won't drain into the yard in a way it makes a giant lake in front of the house. All so. right, I have lots of things I want to share with you. I may have to hold you through the newscast, but they're very, very important. Uh, Wonderful. Hundreds of dollars important. Uh, number one, what kind of trees do you have? Two 40-foot-plus uh, uh, foot oaks. All right. And and uh, your house faces what direction, did you say? North. All right. So is there any direct sunlight that hits this ground? Yeah, so on the east side of the yard, it gets an hour or two in the morning, and then the west side gets a couple hours in of the last evening sun before it comes in. All right, so I'm going to answer your question, hours. and then I'm going to ask you a question in the same breath. Let me take a breath. Sure. No, that's not a real breath. That sounded like I was gasping. Um, my answer to your question is the best time to plant St. Augustine is between May 15 or, uh, I'm sorry, April 15 and uh, early August. Now, here is my question back. You don't have a prayer of getting St. Augustine to grow in that kind of shade. That wasn't a question. That was a dramatic statement. Let me give you some guidelines of what you can do with that area. I faced a, it's a very similar situation in my lawn, and, and I can help you. I can really help you, but I hate to see you spend money and waste it. I also want to help you with the drainage. And so if you'll stay with me, I'll come to you immediately after the newscast. Is that okay? Thank you. All right. Stay there. To be continued. <laughs> 